0: Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910, the fan, now at 105 1 FM, Richmond's home for VCU basketball. And we'll talk a little VCU hoops, Ram Nation supporters. Check out Ed Nixon coming on the show today. He'll join us in the studio at 2 p.m. Of course, every Thursday at 2 p.m., it is Inside the Ram Horns, presented by the Red Door Guys, huge supporters of VCU Athletics. So Ed Nixon at 2 p.m., we'll go around the NFL with Mark Schofield at 1.30. It's Awad here with our esteemed producer, Stubb, Christopher Carlson better known as Stub, Stubby Stubb, Stubb, works hard every day at 910 The Fan. These promos that you hear, Stubb puts them together. When you call in, Stubb puts you on the line. And then he goes home, and he works another job. In fact, we've got a plant inside the industry. We've got a Dude Food Insider. Stubb is a delivery driver, and he's got a story to tell today, so... Why not? Let's do an impromptu dude food on the fan. Dude, uh, food. We're not responsible for the content of this program or anything we say when we're really hungry. Where's my food? Dude, where's my food? F- the most delicious food you've ever tasted. yes.
1: How can this all the <laughs> he There's off a flip
0: flop? Who loves food. Dude, uh, food. Sub, what happened?
2: Okay, so I DoorDash. I'm a DoorDash driver yeah. on the side. Make a little extra money. Mm-hmm. Usually, that's just like my going out money. Do you my use money.
0: DoorDash too, or do you use Grubhub when you're ordering food yourself? Depends on what deal is better. Yeah.
2: I'll usually check both and, okay. and look for a deal at the time. But I drive for DoorDash. Yeah. And so I, I decided to yesterday. And I, I haven't been a lot lately because it, it starts tilting me. Yeah. I get really tilted when I Doordash sometimes because they hit me with something stupid. Okay. And today, that yesterday, that happened.
0: Where you got hit with something stupid. I got hit with
2: something stupid. Okay. Where I, they send me. I get I, I, I sit at home and I wait for my first order. Oh, I, don't I didn't know you sit at in, home.
0: I thought you were in your car.
2: No, I sit at home because my car is parked right outside. You okay. know, like sometimes it takes five to ten minutes. I don't yep. want to sit in my car. Yep. And I get an order at Advanced Auto Zone. Okay. The car parts store. And this is the first time you've had a car store. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I go there. And I walk in, I'm like, hey, is there a, is there a DoorDash? Yeah. Here? And they're like, yeah, it's on the table. It's right there. I go, I I cannot physically pick it up at first. What is it? It's, I don't know. It was like four different car parts stacked together. It wasn't that big. <laughs> like my, a tire or something. Yeah, my arms still hurt okay. from the weight of it. As I, I <laughs> lug this thing out to my car. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what? who bought this? Right. And it's in AutoZone. Like a
0: the street. Wait, so Auto Parts bought it from AutoZone? Yes. And they used the app? Yes. Why would they and use the uh, app? Uh, Why couldn't they get, just communicate?
2: That's a great question. And, yeah. the, and they got me, some 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 lowly DoorDash driver, right. bringing it down Broad Street. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out how to park because they're all weird. I parked <laughs> at River City Roll. I had to carry it through. No. The,
0: yes. You had to carry it through the <laughs> through, parking lot. I had to carry lot. it
2: through the parking lot. This thing is so heavy. I, I think yeah. my arms are going to give so out. So you
0: walk in the front door there. I walk in the front door,
2: and some guy's like, oh, that's for me. <laughs> And then, and then he has to sign it, and he's got those dirty, oily fingers oh, from working, and he signs my phone. I'm like, he signed Great. your phone? Yeah, he had to sign my phone. With his greasy, greasy fingers. Greasy fingers. Oh. I, my arms hurt. I'm like, whatever, yeah. we're done. Look at my phone. Check to see if there's a tip. There isn't even an option to tip. Really? It because, man- it's because, it's because it's not food. Because
0: it's a company. Yeah. They can't tip me. Right. Yeah, they're the ones with the money. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? Tip so you're me? telling me like if McDonald's orders something from Burger King, they wouldn't be able to tip? Either. I guess. Yeah. What do you mean they can't tip? Right. I, I, oh. So they did not tip. So me. they did not tip. Did me. you? Did you approach them and say, "Hey, there's no option to tip. Would you like to throw some cash?". I'd already walked back to my car. Okay. I was mad. Yeah. My
2: arms hurt. I didn't yeah. know if I could lift them to, to drive the steering wheel. Are we
0: wheel. talking about like fifty pounds here? Or what do you think? I, it was?
2: I I would believe fifty pounds. Okay. I wow. think that I you would assume I have noodle arms. I can I can lift heavy things. Yeah. I, I'm used to that. I did stage crew, like construction work for. Is a while. Is your
0: arms hurting more right now or your lower back? It's my wrists. Wrists.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and so I get driving around. It takes ten minutes to get another order the exact same thing.
0: Going from one place Going to the from other the place?
2: Same advanced auto parts to the same auto zone with a different order. And I'm just picturing like, you know, <laughs> some fat guy all greasy and he's like, yep, that's for me. I, I come back in, I'm like, hi again. In the second one, I made $2.50 on that order. How did you $2 make $250? $2.50. And 50 cents. Without a tip? Without a tip. That's how much money I because, made. Because
0: because it only you get $15 an hour and it only took like 10 minutes to do the yeah. trip? Wow. Yeah. And it was wow. like
2: I could have done this in one. Oh.
0: I think you I, I think you need to reach out to your employer. I think I don't, you need to, I don't have an. like you got to find the boss of the company and say what is going on in Richmond that two car places are ordering from each other not ordering or, not even not even ordering food. And can't tip me.
2: Yeah, and can't tip yeah, you. Luckily, my next order someone ordered Fat Dragon all the oh. way out to Mechanicsville. It was oh, like a nice. half hour drive. I made like 20 bucks cuz they tipped well. Nice.
0: So that, so that, makes up that corrected
2: it because I made like six dollars after my first forty minutes of auto have, part delivery. Now,
0: have you ever grabbed food and thought about putting your hand in the bag? Think about
2: it every single time. Really? Think about it every single See, time. See,
0: because I've always felt like when when I order like five guys or something, where the fries are dripping out of the bag, mm-hmm. right? They're overflowing. That some how could you not put your hand? in I to try a lot one of or places.
2: Two? Seal it with a sticker, which I like. I like oh, that. I like McDonald's that. does yeah. that. I think yeah. that's a good decision. Yeah. Because you, you have, it has my stats, like my, my user rating, okay. my completion stats, all that. Yeah. And you can have a 99% completion rate, mm. which means one in a, and, and, and it resets every 100 orders. Yeah. So one in every 100, I can just take the meal, and DoorDash isn't going to get mad at me. Really? I haven't done have that. you thought about that, though? Oh, like think, when you get I your right. gonna... <laughs> I think about it every yeah.
0: time. Right. You're just going
2: to. I think about it every time.
0: Because I ordered uh, last week, and I ordered from GrubHub, uh-huh. all right, the Hub. Where you grub at there. Um, they delivered the order to the wrong apartment oh, complex. Man. So I had to walk down my stairs, out the door, down the street.
2: That's a bad driver. And it was
0: just so embarrassing. That's a bad it was pissing me if off. If I
2: get confused, I call. Yeah. I, I call the client. Now,
0: no calls, no texts, no nothing. So frustrating. I,
2: I had a DoorDash order once. Mm-hmm. It's a Chinese restaurant. I was in Blacksburg. I, I'm tracking them the whole way. They get to my house. And then it says order not complete. I go, what? Yeah. What what happened? I opened my door. Chinese food, dumplings, rice scattered across my oh, steps d- up d- to d- my they house. Dropped they it. must have tripped
0: oh on the way to the steps gosh. up
2: to my apartment yeah. and spilled dumplings <laughs> and then left. Like they didn't try to pick anything <laughs> right, up. Just left. They just bounced. That's... They said, This is the end of my wow, my day delivering.
0: Wow. That's like that brings me to an embarrassing story. Uh There's a place in Scott's Edition. I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's a a good coffee shop. I think it's called Afterglow. All right. I went there uh, one morning and I got a cup of coffee, ordered a bagel. I was waiting, you know, a couple minutes for the bagel. They hand me the bagel over the counter. So I reach up to grab it. When I reach back down, I knocked over my own coffee, spilled it all over the floor, screamed F (laughs) as loud as I could. And they're like, no, don't worry about it. We're clean. We'll clean it. I walked out of there tail between my legs, so oh, embarrassed, man. I haven't gone back to that coffee shop. <laughs> I might never show my face in there They remember again. you. Oh, yeah. I'm the kid that sure. spilled the coffee all over the ground and walked away. <laughs> I walked away. What was I supposed to do? You
2: got No, you gotta insist. You yeah. gotta grab some, some paper towels and start helping out, well, even if they say they got it. I
0: was a little pissed because it took way too long for the bagel. I mean, come on now. I, you wait 15 so you, minutes so for you, you to toast it? So you make him bring out the mop as vengeance? Well, I didn't see them mop. <laughs> you know, the, the puddles may still be there today. <laughs> you think there's coffee stain yeah. on the tile of that place? We'll see. Hey, there's an awesome dude food story in the NFL. Did you hear about this? The Baltimore Ravens are having one heck of a season. I mean, Lamar Jackson's playing amazing. There was the talk in the offseason. Would he leave Baltimore? He's having an MVP season. Um What's it? Zay Flower stepped on the scene as a rookie. Isaiah Likely stepped on the scene as a tight end. This is without Mark Andrews who's been injured. Odell Beckham bounced back season. Their defense has been unbelievable. I bet you don't know how many Uncrustables they've eaten <laughs> in a season. 7,500 oh. Crustables have been eaten by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the report by USA Today and ESPN says that the Ravens Go through about thirty to sixty uncrustables a day. Now I get it; it's a fifty-three man roster, like but it's basically everyone on the team having at least once, one a day. And uh, the director of sports nutrition supplies the team with various amounts of healthy snacks, all right, so that they can do something you know between practices and meetings. And so they have beef jerky, snack bars, energy chews, you know, bla- uh, bags of sunflower seeds, energy bites. But man. Seven thousand five hundred crustables in one season.
2: That's electric. Yeah, I I don't like PB and J's. All really? down those things, like like it's nobody's business. Yeah, I mean I, There's I love something them about
0: too. Them. You know, but the the article just they're blown away by how many like grown men will just love a PB and J as a snack. Yeah, you know, I bet like all the the O line
2: have pop like ten. Oh yeah, and yeah. that's that's where the oh, numbers are coming point. from. That's a good
0: point. <laughs> it's probably a lot of the like. Lamar is Lamar really pounding, you know? <laughs> yeah, he might, he might grab one every now and then. Right, but
2: I, I think I, I think it's it's the big fellas, yeah, that are just getting getting psyched for the game, down in some Uncrustables with the boys. But
0: think about this: if you're the team nutritionist, all right, and you <laughs> and you've put together everything, and Sarah Snyder is the team's uh, director of sports nutrition, and she was quoted in the article saying, "I'm surprised at how many people eat at, le- at least one PB and J a day." And they don't get tired of them all season long. And the best thing about an uncrustable is you can eat it right out of the bag. You really don't need to toast it.
2: Yeah. Well, you're you're supposed to leave them in the freezer. Really. And then you take them out and you have to wait for it to thaw. Oh, I didn't know but that. The the time between me deciding I want an uncrustable. Yeah. And, and then and having and to wait it for-, for it to thaw. Right. It's just not like that's something you want to grab and go. Oh yeah. That's not a that's not a think about it. Let it, let it
0: simmer. Let it sit out on the counter. Do you think you could go an entire football season eating one a day?
1: Yeah. Because right? You, like, yeah. If you
0: say, yes, I am willing to supply a lot of Smuckers Uncrustables for an entire NFL <laughs> season of stub eating one a day in support of the Baltimore Ravens.
2: <laughs> I do support the Baltimore Raven, Ravens. Yeah, why don't you think about that? I'll think about it. Yeah. I, I don't think I will want to.
0: Yeah. Right. I don't think <laughs> like, you'll I don't want think, to either.
2: I don't think that's like.
0: Now, the thing is, I I do understand people getting in a routine, though, right? So, like, you you do a heavy workout, and then you've got 30 minutes to kill before uh, a long meeting where you're installing the offense and you're taking notes. I can understand why people have the routine of, oh, I'm going to walk to the nutrition room, grab an Uncrustable, you know, maybe a Gatorade or two, and... Just and, hang out.
2: And sports players are famously superstitious. Yeah. So if they had a good game after eating an Uncrustable, they're going to eat an Uncrustable for the rest of their lives.
0: One of my favorite sports uh, superstitions is Daryl Green used to play. All right. Superstar cornerback, legend in the DMV, won three Super Bowls with the Washington Redskins, would play with a Tootsie Roll in his sock.
2: Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got <laughs> to do. Whatever you got to do.
0: Right? I love it.
2: Yeah. No, some I, people I, I play. it.
0: Some people love eating Starburst before our game. Uh Here's my thing. My routine before my radio show, I've got to have one cup of coffee and one cup of tea. Got to have a mix.
2: Well, it helps the voice.
0: Yeah, it helps the voice.
2: That's more practical than that. And I am the
0: voice of the millennials here (laughs) on The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. This is Inside the Ram Horns talking all things VCU hoops presented by... The Red Door, guys, and joining us right now from the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hot Seat. Don't let it heat up on you too much. It is Ed Nixon. What's going on, Ed? What's going on? What's going on? Man, Thank great to get me. you back in studio, man. It feels good. It feels yeah, good to be Absolutely. Back. And the uh, Rams have a couple home games coming up here where they lost the first two games at the Seagull Center, right. then went on the road, became Road Warriors. You think there's going to be uh, a different vibe in the locker room here back at home?
1: well i I think more so they found a formula defensively um, that works better for them, more so than, than anything else. I think the offense was was clicking at it at a really high volume at the, at the first two home games. yeah however, the defense was a, was abysmal. so I think that they found a, a a chemistry and a formula that fits the personnel they have now, uh, and I think that's why we've seen the two wins.
0: Hopefully. I mean, this team is still growing. I, I don't think they've come close to reaching their peak, and uh, you don't want this team to reach their potential until uh, the middle of March there in that trip to Brooklyn. Um, but you're right, they figured out something defensively. Michael Bell's getting more minutes. You know, after the loss to either GW or St. Bonaventure, I asked Seb Jackson, what's this team identity? And they, He didn't have one. He didn't have an answer. Right. Do you think they're starting to develop an identity?
1: Well, I, I think we'll see. We'll see. Uh identity comes with consistency. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we got we 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 beat George Mason, but George Mason also just stopped 3 in a row. Um we beat LaSalle and LaSalle is on a, a on a on a little losing streak as well. Yeah. So we'll see once we play some teams that are really finding themselves and people who have an identity so we can go identity versus identity and see who really has one for real.
0: And this is gonna be another Friday night eight ten matchup at the Seagull Center. Seven PM tip will have you covered with the pregame show. Extended pregame coverage starting at six fifteen right here on nine ten. The fan St. Louis one and three in conference play. They're hungry for a win.
1: Absolutely and those are the teams that are very dangerous. Teams that are hungry for a win. Like George May- us going into George Mason, we were starving, yeah. right? Um now we had some success. How do we handle success? How do we handle Success and then adversity. So St. St. Louis has some good players. They have some good guys. Uh, uh Jimmer, Gibson, Gibson Jimerson. G- Gibson Jimerson averaging 17 points on the season uh, this year. Yeah. And we know how he gets it done. He shoots the three. But he has a quick trigger, and he's going to be a uh, main focal point for VCU. Um, I think we did a really good job as of late of guarding the three-point line. Uh, outside of, you know, some of the guard play at LaSalle, which yeah. LaSalle was, they, they were making tough shots. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, so I, I Gibson think. Gibson
0: Jemerson's an interesting guy. I declared on the podcast yesterday, black and gold fan pod. I hate him. I can't <laughs> stand how quick he releases that ball because it looks like he's like just chucking it up there, but it goes in. It's cash. <laughs> I mean, how does he release the ball that quick and, and get it on target? It doesn't make sense. Well,
1: it starts from the bottom. You know, when you're shooting, it starts from the bottom of getting your feet and your lower body set. And he he does. I'm pretty sure he passes that. You know, once you get the, your lower body set to where you want to where you want to aim, it's all about it's all about mechanics. And I think he just worked on it enough to so where he has a quick jumper.
0: Yeah, you can't let him hit the the three point shot. It's a game changer for me. The X factor on St. Louis is Terrence Hargrove Jr. Oh yeah, I mean he can attack the basket. He's their glue guy, hustle en- en- guy, en-
1: energy, yeah. yeah,
0: energy too. Heart. Uh, so those are my X factors for St. Louis. How about for VCU?
1: Well, white magic.
0: <laughs> Who's White Magic? Max Shulga? No. Sean Barstow. Sean Barristow.
1: <laughs> White Magic. You know
0: what I've been calling the two, the duo? What? They're 7-11. Open all day, 24 <laughs> hours a day. Shul- I, I Shulga's 11, Barstow's 7. Uh, they've been fun to watch this year. And I don't think either of them have had like their best games at the same time. I don't think we've had that yet.
1: N- no, we, we haven't. Um, and with this team, uh, it, it'll be a rarity that I think we do because mm-hmm. we have so much talent that can actually put the ball in the cup. You know, Kwani Kwani has been playing quietly, very very well. Yeah. Um. But I think I'm honestly thinking that why don't we just try Sean at the one? Ooh. Just try Sean at the one.
0: Because maybe we don't have Zeb Jackson this uh, this Friday. Right. Right. The latest is that he had back spasms and he's considered day to day.
1: Right. And I I, I text Zeb uh, after after the game to check on him, seeing how he was doing. It it, it was back spasms, back spasms. Excuse me. But. You know, he, he's taking it day by day. And, you know, that's, you got to, I'd much rather him sit out this, this Friday just from as a, a fan of his and somebody who wants to see him continue to do great things. Yeah. Uh, because back spasms are something that can really, you can hinder, linger. Yeah, it can linger and it can hinder you. So take care of it and make sure you're right. Um, and trust that your teammates can handle a St. Louis team.
0: Well, you mentioned Kwani Kwani, unbelievable from three. It didn't start that way. A, a term I love in college troops is regressing to the mean. And he regressed to the mean in, in a good way, right? Right, right. Went 0 of 18, and since then he shot about 70% from three. Right. And he went 3 of 3 last game. Joe Bamisil, I'm hoping he can regress to the mean. One of his last 10 shots, he's a much better shooter than that.
1: Well, absolutely. You know, I think it starts with Joe is more so the quality of shots. You know, you can take these tough shots, but make sure you get some really good looks first. Yeah. Get to the cup, see, see the ball, get to the free throw line, see the ball go through the cup, and then you can start doing some of your gun and stuff. Kwani Kwani has been quietly letting the game come to him, and he's been knocking down the shots that are that are open, and you start to see him have some more creativity as he gets more confidence. But I don't want to escape the fact of white magic. <laughs> All right, white, put white magic at the one. Let Sean play the two. Um, get get white magic in that pick and roll with Toby Lawal. He has a beautiful chemistry with Toby. Yeah. Um. So let let that be some of the focal point too, in my opinion.
0: I mean, still he does play like Magic Johnson the way he brings the ball up the court. Uh, <laughs> some really good passing in the game against LaSalle. Um, but we had another interesting conversation on Black Gold Fan Podcast. Check it out on the Odyssey app. Argue who you would want to get more minutes. All right. I, I can go first here mm. if you want. while you okay, think about go this? Go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's absolutely fats billups I, I see so much potential there i see a different player since that penn state game where he steps on the court with confidence i think he needs to improve defensively more consistency that will lead to more minutes but man i i would I, my, my argument was actually like 2 or 3 minutes less of Shulga, 2 or 3 minutes more of fats billups
1: uh okay this is this is what i'll say to, to that yeah and then i'll go with mine uh fats i think has pro talent level but he has to be completely locked in on everything else outside of scoring as well yeah to stay on the court you know what i mean mm-hmm. he is six seven has like the third highest leaping ability on the team i need to see more rebounds good point you know what i'm saying you, yeah. you're you able to get into the paint i need to see more just
0: 1.7 rebounds per game and just 0. 0.7 assists
1: right right so that means be more well-rounded so you have to be in the game defensively Use your, your length to really make an impact defensively. Yeah, You know what I mean? That Penn State game, he was being disruptive defensively, and I don't think we've seen that fast since. So – once we get the defensive facts, because the offense comes naturally to him. So once we get the defensive facts, I think we'll be fine. Now, mine is uh, Michael Bell. I, I like to see Michael Bell and maybe a little bit of Toby Lawall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I like both of those two. Toby brings a lot of energy. And there's some stuff that Toby can do that nobody else in the country can do.
0: Now, Michael, mm-hmm. went from three minutes a game in A-10 play all the way up to like 18. Right. Do you like that number or do you want it increased even more?
1: Um. Well, a good medium or eighteen would be fine. Because okay. I'm not sure if that's just for those two games or if it's something that's going to be moving forward. Right. Right. Um, but
0: man, he was a mashup nightmare for Keyshawn Hall. It just it just looked like he had the scouting report. Anytime Hall spun, he was there.
1: Right. Absolutely. And that I'm, I mean, everybody know he likes to go right and spin back to his left. It is what it is. Um, he's going to have to come up with a counter and a counter to be effective as as the, as the season goes on. Now, Michael Bell. He's the best defender on the team. Would you agree? Maybe, maybe Zeb Jackson. No, I I would say Bell. Yeah. Okay, so with a team that struggles defensively, he has to be on the court. Regardless, he has to find time. Coach has to find time. And you'll live
0: with the mistakes. He dribbled off his foot one game. Missed a couple layups.
1: Right, because at the end of the day, you need Michael Bell to be playing now, so he could play extremely well later in the year. You know, he's a freshman now, but if you give him playing time, by the time uh, the conference tournament comes around, he's officially a sophomore of basketball year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I I like to see Michael Bell. I, like, I always think that he plays 6'10 defensively and 6'4 or, 6'4 <laughs> or 6'2 <laughs> offensively. Yeah. I think I would like to see him be more aggressive and trust that he is 6'8 and strong and built like a grown man, that he can go in there and, and, and finish more over the defense. Now, I like him passing, but he has to be more aggressive to score to open up the passing lanes. A lot of times he gets stuck just looking and looking and looking and looking, so it's an ineffective drive. He has to be aggressive first, and that will lead to opening the passing lanes.
0: It's Ed Nixon hanging out with us here on The Fan, talking all things VCU hoops for Inside the Ram Horns, presented by the Red Door Guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on Richmond's home for VCU basketball. Every game can be heard on 910 The Fan. Now, at one FM. It's Robbie Robinson and Rodney Ashby on the call. I'm Adam Epstein, and I'll have you covered for the extended pregame show this Friday night from the Commonwealth Room of the Seagull Center beginning at 615. Joining us for another segment in the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning hot seat from the Final Four squad, Ed Nixon.
1: What's up? What's up?
0: What's up, man? Anytime you come in here, I, I gotta point out that we got your signature yeah. on yes. the wall here. Yes. I, I mean, when you see that, do you just do you get goosebumps?
1: Um, I don't get goosebumps anymore. I, I see it enough, but just well, I, I get goosebumps from when all the guys get back together. Yeah, because that was something that only us can truly understand what the environment within within that locker room was like. Us and the coaches, you know what I mean. So yeah. th- those are things I look back on. You know, what really give me goosebumps. Is
0: eye opening for me and also makes me feel old, even though I'm only 31. Is that the kids that are freshmen right now were right. six years old when you made that run? Jeez. Yeah, they, still, they, had <laughs> <laughs> they you, still had a good time. Do you? Are you following Shaka this year in Marquette?
1: Yeah, I try. I try to follow a little bit of everybody. Um, yeah, Coach Jones.
0: Coach Rhodes had a good win the other day. Yes, they they yes, stormed yes.
1: the court. All the BCU fans, please get off his back. Yeah. Well, how about Jameer Watkins?
0: <laughs> Big bucket last night for FSU. Oh, oh
1: yeah, J- Jamir is one of these guys that has left and excelled, and it seems that way for a lot of guys who leave VCU. I said, I said maybe have a couple few. Mm-hmm. Have really excelled. Ace Ball when it's starting to find his yep. rhythm. Really. Josh Banks. Josh Banks is having a good job. And uh Mikhail. Mikhail uh Brown Jones, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's killing down. Oh, there. I
0: mean, I always thought he was super athletic and that you know, last year he left, I think last year yeah, he, I was hoping yeah. he was gonna get some minutes, and then I guess Brandon Johns Jr. came in. Uh enough about last year's squad though. Mm-hmm. Let's get to your keys to victory against St. Louis.
1: Uh this is gonna be about us having finding consistency. So defensively We're going to have to be able to limit their their leading score and match the energy of Hargrave. Um, But I think it's only one key to the game, and that's defense. Mm -hmm. Just do what you have to do defensively. And defend the three-point shot. Defend the three-point shot for sure and close it up with rebounds.
0: Yeah. I want to see VCU be better offensively. Uh, it feels like at times we get sloppy with turnovers. We're averaging uh, about 13 turnovers a game, mm-hmm. and I've, we've had games with more than that. What's frustrating for me is a lot of these turnovers are, you know, live game turnovers, and mm. some of them are in transition. You right. know, Fats threw it off basically the head of Toby Lawall the other night. I mean, there's so many plays where three on two, two on one, you got to get a layup here or a dunk, and instead it's going the other way.
1: Right. Uh, those are momentum breakers, yeah. is what I like to call them, because. When you're in a tight game, like LaSalle, let's call it Spade of Spade. LaSalle's a decent team with great guard play, but they're just decent, right? Um, We had opportunities to bust that game open. However, when we had momentum changing games or or moments, we turned it over or we didn't execute properly or, or something went wrong. So I think we need to get better at that, and that's how we can really start getting our offense flowing as well.
0: Ed Nixon hanging out with us here in the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hot Seat. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio. We mentioned the Black Gold Fan Pod covering all things VCU hoops, and a new episode was out last night, and we put a little poll on Twitter, at Black Gold Fan Pod. I'd love to hear Ed Nixon vote on this poll, or give us your best VCU lineup. I went with Jason Nelson at the one, Zeb, Max, the Bear, your guy, White Magic, Sean Berestow, and Toby Lawall at the five, and so we've got four options here for you to vote on or come up with your
1: own. Uh, I'll say this: I'll go White Magic at the one. So you you're just all in Sean be your point guard. White Magic at the one, absolutely for the rest of the season. <laughs> I mean, of course, of course, it's gonna be certain certain teams that like the press. I yeah. wouldn't want him bringing it up. I want Zeb. I want Zeb to bring it up. But White Magic at the one. Wow. Okay. Uh, Zeb and and Max at the two and the three. Uh huh. Um, Give me, ooh! Now this is where the four gets gets tricky. It does, especially the because you're tricky. not going to have Sean there. Right, right. The four gets tricky, but give me Kwani, mm-hmm. and I like Furman. Yeah, Christian Furman has been doing stuff that necessarily doesn't always show up in the stat sheet, but he's he, he's been killing. He's like the in conference play. He has been killing his role. And I'm super proud of him. I don't say he has dog because he watches anime. He knows where I'm coming from with this. I say he has that nine tails in him. If all my Naruto watchers, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he got that nine tails you in him. You just
0: made Stubbs day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um so let me ask you this then. All right. I agree. Furman was incredible first half against LaSalle. He's mm-hmm. had really good games this season, had career high fifteen points. I picked Toby though. So what are the pros for Furman playing more over Toby?
1: Well, I think uh I think Furman is more Solidified in what he's supposed to do Yeah, You know I what I mean um, You don't really see you, you, It's consistency I think Toby's athleticism uh, ca- uh, Catches up for a lot of mistakes he makes Furman doesn't really make a lot of mistakes Yeah, So that's why I will put him In the starting lineup But then also I love Toby coming off the bench Because his energy is an instant spark And when you're coming off the bench That's why I think Joe should always be on the bench too Because his scoring is an instant spark so, same thing with Jason Nelson. We have, a, we have a second unit full of spark plugs, which is actually very, very good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love the second unit. Uh, Jason Nelson's been one of the best three-point shooters. Mm-hmm. I, I still think Joe Bamasil will reach his potential and end up being a double-digit scorer uh, for VCU. Sean barstow has been at his best, I think, when he gets in the paint. Right? right. And this is a team that doesn't have a traditional big really that that wants a paint touch, can turn around and hit a hook shot. I'm not saying Christian Furman can't, I think he can, but he's not we don't really call plays to have him back a guy down. But when Sean Bearsko backs the guy down, how does that change the offense?
1: Well, it just he's he's a point forward. You know what I mean? Just like with magic. Like a lot of magic stuff wasn't like Steph Curry's dribble, 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 cross you up. Yeah. It's no, I'm gonna get you to my spot where I can post up and I'm, I'm going to abuse you here, and then you're going to have to send a double, and then I'm going to kick it out, or I'm going to read the defense, da 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 Now, that's why I want the ball in Sean Barris hands, because on a pick-and-roll, he's, he's going downhill getting into the paint. Yeah. He's 6'7", and low-key, he's athletic. But with that, <laughs> he's 6'7", he can see over the majority of the defense.
0: And sometimes I, I even think he could be more selfish on the pick-and-roll and get a layup. I think he did that a few times the other game. It feels like when he has a step on his guy and with his height, He's unstoppable.
1: Yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see white magic going bang on somebody. I want. I want. I want to see white magic catch a body. <laughs> he has shown me that he has the athleticism to do it. Check him out in the warmups. He'll yeah. hit. He'll hit his patented reverse, bring it all the way down here and, and reverse dunk it. So I know he has the athleticism. But I, I, you know, the foot injury. I think he has to still get his basketball legs completely up under him. I agree. I um, agree. But. In due time, but I want to see him orchestrate the offense.
0: yeah, I, I want to see him start hitting more of these push shots. he's almost got his version of the Melvin yeah. right you know the short little floater he mm-hmm. hit one the other day because man if he starts hitting that shot at about 60 percent, I think right now he's only shooting about 30 percent from that shot. he can definitely improve and I don't want him to stop shooting it right I don't even want more volume
1: right right like I said, I, I think Sean Sean is one of these guys that he's so versatile and you can put him in different scenarios. To be successful, but with this team in particular, him and like regardless, Zeb Jackson and Max are really good passers. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to decision making, I might say that Sean may be the best one. Yeah. So there, there we have it. So I I would like to see him at the one. I'm petitioning people get along, get get on get on. I like how
0: you're running with White Magic. I call them you know our version of Magic Johnson before the season even started. Right.
1: Yes, White Magic. That's that's what he is. (laughs) what he is.
0: <laughs> I like the way you say that. Tell us about these virtual watch parties, Ed.
1: Man, um, I came up with the idea because, you know, last year I did the, uh, the watch parties, and it was sometimes be the weather. Sometimes it would just be it's in the week. People have to go to work. Well, how about we have a party where everybody can, can tune in from their own couch? You just turn it on. You, you hear me commentate. People say they love to hear my thoughts and opinions on the game. Well, just turn it on from your couch. BYOB. You know what uh, I'm saying, uh, and we and we build this community where we can chat and we can talk about the game. Is this help. on Twitch? Yes, it's on Twitch. Okay, uh, follow me at uh, Chef Nicks50 on Twitch, okay. and we can definitely get it get it popping. We have some donations uh, available for people who can. Um, it's just a really good it's a really good time. Everybody feels comfortable in there. Whether you have good remarks, bad remarks, we can talk our way through it. Yeah you know what I mean? So I like
0: the ability to chat, right? So absolutely if I, I have a question, I can throw it to you in the middle of the game.
1: Absolutely absolutely. And sometimes we need it. Like, oh well, why why does coach do this instead of doing that? Yeah. And some people can't decipher. I can. I have a little bit of insight along with the experience of playing playing ball at BCU and just playing against, you know, different different organizations and programs. So I, I really want everybody to, to join and, and join the watch parties and make make it uh, evident that VCU Ram Nation is the best nation in college basketball.
0: Friday night, Decades Night, 2000s, celebrating. What are you gonna dress up for?
1: I'm going to try to pull a Ed Nixon jersey out the crate <laughs> um, if I have. If what my, years
0: were you here? You were oh seven to eleven. No. Oh,
1: oh yeah, oh seven to eleven. Oh, 07 mm. to eleven. Uh,
0: so that counts for decades, right?
1: I, I guess so. I mean, they had me on the Billboard, so I was like, I guess that, I guess that works. Let me ask you a question: Who was your big brother your freshman year? Jamal Shuler. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, Jam- Jamal Shuler. Um, you, you know, we the culture of VCU is always the older guys come back and give love. Jesse Pellerosa used to come back. B. A. Walker's come back, show love. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jamal Shuler, Mike Anderson, all these different guys gave gave me gain. Uh, on the court and off the court to help me to be the man I am today. So salute to all them. Eric is doing great. Jamal Shuler had a wonderful career overseas. Mike Mike is still live. Shout out to Mike. Um, Desperado Rosa is, is coaching now. You know, so I'm I got mad love. BA is in real estate. So yeah, they're, they're he's gonna going to be on well. the show tomorrow. BA yeah.
0: Walker will join AWOD Radio at 2 p.m. Ed, thanks for stopping by. Always fun.
1: Thank you for having me as always.
0: Yep, you're listening to A Wad Radio on the fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105 one FM. A shout-out to Michael from VCU Ram Nation. He says, Chef Nick has such a high basketball IQ, really good segment, so we're going to ask you to stick around for another one as we grab the rebound, <laughs> throw out the outlet pass, and head out on the fast break with AWOD. Let's go.
1: Let's play some basketball here. We're going on a fast break with AWOD. Whoa!
2: From buzzer-beating shots to the best highlight plays from around the league, every clutch moment. The all-stars of the league, we're out in transition. It's a breakaway. It's At the buzzer! It's the fast
1: break, and AWOD talking all things NBA. All
0: right, so I was blown away by this story last night. Blazers center DeAndre Ayton missed the game after reportedly spending hours trying to overcome Ice Storm around his home not make it to the arena. He was healthy, he was ready to go. First ever did not play because of the climate.
1: <laughs> I now come on now. It's two, it's 2024. <laughs> like, come on now. You you mean to tell me he couldn't get to the game? Right. I'm I am i am not buying that. And it tells me, I believe he overslept, called Chauncey, you know,
0: two hours before tip off. You know, they noticed he was late for shoot around and he said can you send help? The Blazers actually sent help. They couldn't make it all the way to his house.
1: Wow. Yeah. See, but yeah. I, but again, DeAndre Ayton, he he said beginning of this season he was going to be dominating.
0: Right. <laughs> and
1: he has not been that. He has not been that. I don't trust that guy. He has all the talent in the world. But we talked. We talked off air. Yeah. He has a loser's mentality.
0: Yeah. He's soft, man. I mean, I just yeah. how do you get stuck in your house? I mean, I get it. But man, you think Portland? would, like, send a helicopter or something, right? I am saying,
1: lift him out of there. Yeah. Right. Come on. It's 2024. I'm not trying to hear that you couldn't make it to an NBA game.
0: Right. Right. I made it to the GW game in front of that ice storm 10 years ago. Come on now. Yeah. Um, Other news in the NBA. It feels like the Lakers are going to make a trade to try to bolster their roster. What do you think of the Lakers right now with LeBron, Anthony Davis?
1: They're too inconsistent Uh, as a team. I think they do pretty well. Uh, uh, LeBron and AD. I think AD's been playing extremely well this year, but they're too inconsistent to be a top team, and I think that's going to be their downfall. No matter where you go, LeBron can do it, but not everybody else can just turn it on and turn it off.
0: Well, I just don't think you're a championship contender if you have Austin Reeves screaming, I'm him right i mean oh, and uh d'angelo russell he scored 29 the other night if he did that consistently yeah they'd you know be a contender he doesn't um i said if they if they want to win a title they got to target zach Levine. that's i think that's the guy
1: mm. oh zach Levine. yeah and you're gonna have lebron at the one you can well yeah because I, I, mean, I believe you would have if you trade you zach Levine, to, you're gonna lose both Austin probably, and d'lo or or one of them yeah yeah, yeah. some draft picks um, uh, I mean, what draft picks do they have?
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> Rob Palinka always finds a way to make the trade. How yeah. did they get Rui last year? Right, you know? right, right. So it's interesting. There was a trade yesterday with the pa- uh, Pacers getting All Star Pascal Siakam. So you got Siakam, you got Miles Turner, you've got Benedict Mathern, you've got Tyrese Halliburton. But I still don't think they're good enough in the East to get past Milwaukee or Boston.
1: I, I mean, Philly either. Yeah, Philly either. Like, um, but I do think that is a step in the right direction. Because they're they're very, very good offensively, but their defense is a dismal. Pascal Skakum still gives you offensive presence, but he can also guard a lot of different guard a, a lot of different players, basically one through five. Yeah. Depending on who 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 you have out there. So I I like the trade. I think they got better. I'm just not sure how better they got.
0: We're going around the fast break with AWA talking all things NBA. We got our glue guy with us, Ed Nixon. I'm gonna put you on the spot though, test your NBA knowledge.
1: Okay. Who's the top team in the Western Conference? Minnesota Timberwolves.
0: Yes, it is. Is that surprising to you?
1: Yes and no. Okay. Um, yes because Rudy Gobert and Towns actually figured out how to play with each other. Yeah. Uh, no because Anthony Edwards is a dog. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and did you he, see his dunk the other night? I did. He looks
0: like Jordan. He,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not the first person I hear to compare that. Yeah. Um, the, his leaping ability, his scoring ability, his uh. His attitude towards the game. When you hear him talk, he's real cool, relaxed, and uh, funny guy. But it's all in competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. He really wants to go at the best. Like he was like, "I'm mad, I can't, I can't bust LeBron's tail right now." Right. But they always send a double team.
0: I think he's got the best mentality of all the young guys in the NBA.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, Tyler, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I, That's I, true. He,
0: I can't stand his shot, man. You played ball. Isn't it ugly as hell?
1: Yeah. That, see, he, he's one of those guys, like, if you've seen him at the YMCA, you've seen him shoot a couple, you'd <laughs> be like, I know he's going to miss the next one. <laughs> I know that's that's fool's goal. I know he's going to miss the next one. But he, he cashes it out. And when he's hitting threes, he's very hard to guard because he's a great decision maker.
0: Second place in the Western Conference, Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm not that surprised because I am a huge fan of SGA.
1: Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a beast, a cool yeah. beast. And shout out to Eric Maynard. Um, Eric Minner is a uh, assistant coach over there, um,
0: teaching SGA, yeah, yeah,
1: teaching SGA him the pull up, and Jalen Williams. He said he, he's he's worked a lot with Jalen Williams, uh, and he's been one of the X factors for uh, for OKC this year, along with you know Chet doing his thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Chet was my pick for for rookie of the year, and uh, yeah, they're they're getting so many different contributions from guys. Uh, SGA though, thirty one points a game though.
1: <laughs> his, his game is so sweet, um, and he's just. Once you, you play in the league and you, you lead a team, you become a professional scorer. So yeah. he, he knows how to get to his spots. He knows he can create off the dribble, but he knows how to get to his spots and use his size to shoot over the top. He does, he's, his post-up game has uh, made, a, made a jump this year. So I'm, I'm really happy to see that. And, of course, I'm cheering for them. Even though I'm, I'm a Miami Heat fan, I cheer for OKC because the ties we have there. David Bliss, Brad Burgess was over there. Um, Billy Donovan, who started right. the whole tree here at VCU in a sense. So, uh, shout-out to OKC. Yeah,
0: and you know what? Um, Charles Barkley made headlines the other day, said, Shy Gildress Alexander better than Luka Doncic. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, I probably would disagree, but, I mean, man, it, I think he, he could get there in a year, yeah, I, right? I mean,
1: I mean my, my thing is we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That's I think it's too early. Because has Luca Lucas Luka's been to a Western Conference Finals.
0: I don't know if he has been. He definitely it won a, a playoff it a, series. It was a
1: fluky year. Oh. It, was a fl- it was a fluky year. He went to the Western Conference Finals. In the bubble? Uh, no. No, it was after the bubble. But it was a yeah. fluke year, like just injuries and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, SGA, we'll see how he does in this playoff. They're a young team. Mm-hmm. They may be who we thought the Memphis Grizzlies were. Shout out to Vince Williams, by the way, who's killing it too.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second because it, there's the viral picture right now of Vince Williams smiling like an evil villain, like he's the Joker, guarding some of the NBA's best players, including Steph Curry. Right,
1: right. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I've been paying attention to Vince's career when he was at Memphis. I remember him being on the G League team. I remember him now. He's on the side. Of, uh, he's on. He's on the bench. Not not really playing. But with all these injuries, he's slowly but surely taking what he's done here at BCU, which being a, a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. And okay, oh you want, you want to play defense? Okay, I'll play defense. You want to rebound? Uh, okay, I'll rebound. Okay, now all our point guards are hurt. I'll bring the ball up and I'll create too. So Vince is one of those guys who 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 did it the right way. remained professional. Um, Continue to work on his game, and excelled when he got an opportunity.
0: Vince Williams in his last ten games for the Memphis Grizzlies, of course, the VCU graduate, ten point six points per game, five point six assists, three point five, excuse me, five point six rebounds, three point five assists, uh, a steal, half a block shot. You gotta love the hustle, man.
1: Well, first off, this is an advertisement for all people who ever doubt VCU. We know how to get pro- we know how to get players to the pros, and we build them up the right way so they can be professional and last in the pros. So shout out to all the coaching staff who have set a tone and, and, and set a precedent for all all VCU players and how you should work, and it translates to the league. So shout out to VCU for that.
0: Ed, great stuff, man. Really good segment. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're listening to AWOD on the fan.